to season five of Comic Book Nation, the only show that does it all for geek culture and the official podcast of comicbook.com. I am your host, Kofi Outlaw, and today I got my regular CB Nation co-host, Connor Casey, plus the big man upstairs. He he remains himself, free of the timeline and the quantum universe, the conqueror. Jim Viscardi is back with us. Let's go. Who let you out of jail? I'm excited. Hey, he's escaped. He's escaped the quantum realm. He he's back in the big world doing big things. And the first stop know. he's making is here. I tell everyone so, I should be doing more of these because like I all I do are bring great moments and only the best takes. So <laughs> oh boy, you are I mean, you are meme you are meme worthy. I will leave it at that. You are meme worthy. So we can leave it at that. And that could be that can be anything. That is neither bad nor sure, good. Of course. You are meme worthy. Like you generate a lot of meme moments. I've seen the socials like I've seen a lot of gym moments just about pausing <laughs> local finales and everything. Like, yeah, this is all recent business. But um, today we are here because uh, we're doing another one of our trailer park breakdown episodes. We were kind of off the weekend. And if you've ever listened to the show for any ma- matter of years, you know that, like, as soon as we do a show, a bunch of stuff happens, like, right after. And uh, this year it was uh, CCXP over in Brazil. There was their big kind of Comic-Con-esque event. And the industry wanted to let everybody know we like Stringer Bell said, we're back up, baby. Let the, you know, put the word out. We're back up. Like, and yeah, after the strike, people are getting in, studios are getting in, they're promoting their wares. And we just got a parade of things. This almost felt like a Comic-Con weekend, right? Like, I mean, here it's the craziest, the craziest thing about this is CCXP is a show that's been around for a couple of years now, but is I would put it almost on par size wise with San Diego Comic Con. I don't think people like realize that. Like, well, that's right. Yeah, people don't understand what the South American fan base is like, yeah. and what those. I mean, we do because we study this, but like, yeah, they're not playing around. Like, no, Brazil, like this South America, like yeah. In the past, Marvel Studios has gone to. They didn't go to this year, but like. Like this is a show that breaks big announcements. And I know we had like the strike happening during Comic Con this year, so you have to imagine every studio was chomping at the bit to just get something out for the show. And boy, did they. Oh yeah. So we got a lot to talk about. Let's get right into it. So the trailers we are going to go through today in order are house of the dragon, the boy season four, the Amazon prime adaptation of fallout Godzilla X Kong, the new empire halo season two, and uh, some more stuff. If we have some time permitting, because we're just keeping this, this show tight because we just wanted to give you guys our immediate reacts, a few program notes, Number one, I'm having a whole kitchen installed right now, so I might have to drop out. And in case that happens, Jim takes control of the timeline. So that should be an exciting little thing for people to see wait. what happens with that. Um, yeah, hopefully everything goes smooth and I'm just sitting here, but I might have to jump out and Jim is going to take over. Will I ever be back? We'll see. Um, <laughs> but also, if you are just getting into Comic Book Nation, be sure to subscribe on the comic book YouTube page or comic book nation YouTube page and all podcast platforms, because we have content coming out left, right and center. And this week alone, we have so much to do. We are going to be doing this trailer breakdown. We have our regular show, the poll list on new comic day every Wednesday, where we break down the comics of the week. GTA six may be dropping a trailer soon. So we may be talking about that. Plus we have our regular live show every Friday, our main show. Don't miss any of that. There we go. So I've promoted everything comic book. Let's get into these trailers, starting with House of the Dragon season two. So HBO's House of the Dragon, you know, big phenomenon in season one. It proved this Game of Thrones universe has legs. We got this prequel and 
I think it's a it's kind of a testament to the showmakers that, you know, the prequel that first season was good because it was just all political intrigue and backstabbing for the most part. It was all moving the chessboard around. This trailer makes it very clear, like, this is going to be the thing that we heard about and are now going to see, which is the Dance of Dragons, Civil War. And they're letting us know, don't ask us questions about dragons. We got dragons for you. So we're going to have a lot of dragon on dragon warfare. And um, I thought this was a pretty good teaser. I like the voiceover. I forgot. I forget the aunt's name, but um, the the queen who never was or what her name was. But um, yeah, her whole voiceover about, you know, there's no war more offensive to God than a war between kin and none as bloody as one with dragons like. That's that stuff that gives you those Game of Thrones chills and like, oh boy. And it's just like, here we go. So for me, this was a good reminder that HBO's got one in the barrel and it's in like, let's go and let's let's get to it. And I'm psyched for this second season of uh, House of the Dragon. Connor Casey, I know you're also a big Game of Thrones fan when it's good. Uh, yeah. But uh, how are you feeling about how are you feeling about this one? Oh, I'm hyped for this one. It lives up to the name of being a teaser because funny thing about this show is that it's not that hard to look up uh, what all goes down. We, you pretty much can watch a 15 minute YouTube video and know everything that's going to happen over the next two seasons. This doesn't really indicate as to what all is going to happen this season. I don't see any blood or cheese who are pretty big role players, especially early. And I'm guessing in the first couple episodes, they're going to pop up and do kind of the unredeemable thing that they're known for. Um, this is just pretty much telling you, hey, you're going to get a lot of battles, a lot of dragons, and that's what everybody signed up for. So I'm all for that. Jim, I know you are you into my, I always forget my greatest my greatest sin. My greatest sin here at Comic Book is never getting into Game of Thrones. I've never gotten into it. It has I have zero interest in this franchise, all of it like. Every time I try, I just go, nope, not for me. Uh, but the dragons look cool. So <laughs> that is amazing. That is I mean, amazing. I, I've made it just I've made it this far. No, Wait, I, I mean, made it this yeah, far. Why start is, now? The thing is now's a good time to hop on to just this show because what is it? the old show is so infamous for one very particular reason. <laughs> and it's why it's hard for me to recommend it to anybody now, because it's like yeah, it ends like a train wreck, but the first six seasons are good. That's a hard I recommendation. Say, I will say the thing I think I saw Kofi's brain explode the most is I actually watched like the last two episodes of Game of Thrones oh. and I actually quite enjoyed them. And Kofi was like, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was go back to the first season of this show in, in five long years ago when yeah, some of the um, like Jim's opinions about Game of Thrones are hilarious. He was just like, "Yeah, I man, just, I don't." I just never He's like, "I just dipped it. in for the end of this party, and it seemed pretty good." And everybody else is like, "What?" <laughs> like, yeah, it's 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 hilarious, man. It, it's pretty it's pretty crazy. But I understand um, the appeal. It like I said, it is it is just not my thing, but looks great. What about this next thing? We can move on. I think we're we're psyched, and everybody who's in is. I mean, this is a pretty straightforward season of Game of Thrones. It's it's the red, the greens versus the blacks, and it's going to get. And as Connor said, it's going to get gnarly. So yeah. I, I'm psyched for it. Let's talk about this next thing. I think we could all get on board for is the boys season four. So season four of the boys is coming. We got this after this kind of another thing where they firmly established that this universe can exist. We got Gen V, 
which turned out to be, I don't think, a dark horse hit for most of us. Then we all were like, yep. oh, the boys in college. Okay. And then it turned out to be really good. It added to the lore. It expanded the world of this mm-hmm. in a way that's making this, that also adds to this upcoming season of the boys in some unexpected ways. So I'm really high on this series right now. I, I think it's really kind of hitting its peak stride and this was a good teaser. Again, it had the right kind of voiceover. It was very HBO-ish. It had like the mm-hmm. right kind of voiceover. It was more serious than I think I've felt like a boys season trailer is generally. It felt like mm-hmm. a little bit more scary stakes, like dramatic stakes, whereas usually it's just like balls to the wall. Just, hey, remember how crazy our show is? How Remember how <laughs> rock is a nasty our show is? Um, this one seems like it was a little bit more serious. And like I said, a little bit more HBO ish, which I, I kind of dig. I mean, I love the boys for the shock and awe and all of that. Um, I just got a text last night from a friend who was watching Gen V. He was like, what is it about this universe and making people's <laughs> private parts explode in my face? Like what is going on? And I was just like, welcome to the boys universe like so i I still love all that stuff but i do like the more kind of i do like that we're growing up a little bit and getting like more serious dramatic stuff you know universe arcing stuff and in some ways you know better franchise connections that i'm seeing and some of these other ones that are supposed to be masterful at it so (laughs) i'm digging this and i dug this as a teaser because i mean it did what we needed it to do right it put anthony Starr's homelander front and center and reminded us that we're cooking in this next chapter yeah this is one of those things where uh and, and like we'll talk about it because we haven't there's another amazon show co- trailer coming up where we'll talk about it with fallout amazon is really like stepped up and taken the franchise bull kind of by the horns and is really starting to put together some stuff that looks really good when I mean, you've got this Say what you will about Rings of Power. I mean, I like I personally enjoyed it and I thought it looked great. You've got Fallout coming up, uh, Invincible, right? Like in a world where it feels like, you know, there wasn't maybe going to be an alternative for like Marvel and DC stuff. Amazon is like, nope, we can do it. And this whole and like the boys has been like has gone far beyond the little, little engine that could. And it is like firmly in like has established itself as like. A, a a contender for the big boys, right? And like I said, like I love the darker the darker elements uh, of this trailer. Um, Homelander, I think, is going to go down as one of the like biggest villains in like movie or TV history or whatever. Uh, and the little bits, like the the menacing bit you get in this trailer of him just standing with that smile in uh, in coming up. Uh, um, starlight and then like flying up into the the sky it is wild that homelander is is a truly deplorable person but it is is just become a a gripping character to watch yeah it's it's another and it's great it's another solid trailer The, the big intrigue i had was when gen v was coming out the creators of the boys came out and were like hey Something's going to happen in Gen V that directly plays into season four. I think the little thing that where they're holding up the glass jar might be that big indication, because if you watch Gen V, you know what they were working on. My big question was, I wanted to see those characters hop up in the main show, especially with the way that season ends. And there is no sign of them in this trailer. That's the one thing I'm down about. The other thing is that 
and Colt, you remember I said this back when season three dropped. At some point, we got to start talking about an end game here because I, I, as much as I love Anthony Starr, I love Homelander, I love this cast. At some point, you got to tell me how this is all ending. And it can't just be years upon years upon years of Homelander looking deranged, saying something crazy, and private parts exploding in a way I didn't think was possible. Nah, see, I, I got to disagree with you there because that's the beauty of television, right? Like that's, to me, right? Like we're not getting... 20 episode seasons of that's, stuff anymore right that's, and so that's true i just don't want this show to go the way of something like supernatural where we're 13 seasons in and everyone's lost interest <laughs> that's i mean that's wow <laughs> okay um i kind of agree with i kind of agree with both of you um i do think there needs to be an end game but i think you can i think what they've done is prove the boys is a whole universe and so i think you have to end game this part of it and yes kind of end game just this chapter of it but i mean vaught is a thing that would go on it doesn't just oh, sure. end like but yeah, i think that's, that's what complete. the the election of it all is going to is going to be right because these everything has kind of been leading up to that like even from the very beginning of season one like i think we're kind of leading up to what is this election going to be for the world of the boys and i think we're going to get that and then and then the fallout and hopefully is inevitably the next season. Yeah. And so I think, and I think we all have to be prepared for this to eventually go beyond Carl Urban and Anthony Starr, right? Yes. Like in that show. And we all got to be ready for that to happen at some point. And I think like with Gen V and stuff, you're proving that you can do that. Like there is new talent you can stack in here. Um, so they have to at least move past that. And you can make a comic bookie. They get at least make you think they're gone or both of them or one of both of them are gone. And you yeah, I mean, in, look, you Black Noir like, is in is in the trailer and that yeah. guy's supposed to be dead. Yeah. So you can bring them back. But I'm saying like in a comic book way, like you can bring them back four seasons later for some special appearance. If right. if what you would call it, if billions can do it, like with the guy who was the show was about like, yeah, at this point, we can bring him back later. So. I mean, I'm I'm just kind of interested to see, and I think the boys is like I said, is peaking out here. So, I mean, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I, it's this was a great sneak peek. Gives you a quick little update uh, with everyone, basically. Uh, that scene where that body just goes like fly splat against the wall gives you the the boy stuff you love. Mm-hmm. I also um, want to agree with um oh it's Richard it's Richard in the comments saying like yeah um I think it is a teaser so I do just want to I I, I yeah. would understand them kind of saving the Gen V connections and all that for for a little bit later and sure there's going to be a push to make people watch Gen V and kind of subtly hint like you guys should really watch this before this season and stuff like that so I would expect there they'll show up like fully. All right, we'll move on. So speaking of what else Prime has got going on. So the next thing that Prime is cooking, as Jim alluded to, is they are quietly scooping up and building their own franchise universes. And the next one is going to be the Fallout game series. And this has been interesting because in full disclosure, this was probably one of my favorite trailers of this whole shebanga bang, because I feel like it captured a lot of Fallout while kind of establishing it as a TV world. You had um, what you meant, what you call it. I always want to call him Ben Linus. I can't believe I'm blanking. Michael Emerson. You had Michael, <laughs> Michael Emerson, Emerson yeah. as uh, 
you know, giving you those Ben Linus creep vibes again, like as the guy surviving on top. And again, the right kind of voiceover. This is very HBO-ish. I mean, it's Jonathan mm-hmm. Nolan who's just like, yeah, I got the Westworld right. formula. So he's just like <laughs> cutting another one of those like trailers. But it, it made me interested in the world of Fallout. And and I never got too deep in the games. So yeah. like, I, I never was too deep in the games, but this made me already interested in the world. It looks dystopian enough in a familiar way but also kind of bugged out no no pun intended but bugged out and kind of crazy in a way that that seems novel and new to me and i know the rich history of the games at least until people are already putting out these hate videos i i went diving into the internet about this and i should have never done that the gaming YouTube is, is different fall- gaming fallout- YouTube is so <laughs> different. yeah fallout fans are never satisfied you cannot make them happy like yeah one of the most popular ones is this has been ruined (laughs) they were like they've ruined it and i was like this is a teaser sir calm down like yeah and then somebody were living out apparently there's fallout 4 trauma i don't know i'm not involved in all of that i'm just saying this has made me interested in this world already and and i'm kind of really excited to kind of jump in this so prime's done it again and it looks great it looks hbo-ish so it looks phenomenal like i like the other thing right like i don't we don't really get Outside of, I guess, Rings of Power, we don't really get like the production budget numbers here. But like, look, we just went through a really weird time with those Disney plus Marvel shows. And this looks better than every single one of them. I don't know if it costs more. Uh, and we know Rings of Power does. Those are like, oh, yeah, friggin a, a bazillion dollars per episode. But this looks freaking good. I, like I said, I'm like a Fallout novice. And so... I understand the premise of the world. It's always been interesting to me that that type of gameplay has just never like been my thing, but I love the idea of the world. It's very like Bioshocky, very um, kind of, you know, dystopian, but stuck in like stuck in time dystopian, which I kind of like, uh, you can't go like as soon when I, I forgot Michael Emerson was in the show and he's a must watch actor for me. And so uh, as soon as he popped up, I was like, yep, I'm in. And that was like, after I saw like you watch the show, the trailer and it, it just looks great. Like this teaser does so much world building that like it's it feels like a thing that a lot of other premiering shows kind of like tend to forget. And I thought this one knocked it out of the park. Yeah, the thing about Fallout is that, Jim, like you said, it is dystopian. It is desolate. But in that kind of, you know, post apocalyptic realm, Everyone just kind of went nuts. So the moment you talk to any character, you go, oh, everyone's insane. And we're going to have fun with that. So like Chris Parnell having one eye drinking coffee going, oh, that one is molding it. I'm like, nope, you nailed it. That's exactly what we're going for. I love it. Oh, that was Cyril Figgis. That was Chris Parnell. Yeah, it was. That was Chris Parnell. Oh, man, that's wild. Okay, that's that's pretty good. I'm learning something. The, the production, the just like the the set production and design here, the costumes, like it all, like it looks like they spent money on this, and like it for that, like look the Walter Goggins like Red Skull looking dude, like I'm in. You really don't have to sell me anymore on this. I'm no, I'm there's all. already yeah. I mean, there's already so many actors and elements and and things. Look, that this trailer is infinitely more interesting like, than yeah, the House of the Dragon one. Yeah, Prime. That's crazy. 
Prime's doing it. <laughs> I don't yeah, think they've I already hooked me twice now for, for next year, right? Uh-huh. Like, um, oh, and Invincible seasons are coming. Yes. Like, we have the second yeah. batch of episodes. The important thing. Yes. Wow, Prime Video is going to be cooking on Let's Prime Video a lot next Prime year. Prime Video is, 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 they're putting together a phenomenal roster. Richard, mm-hmm. Kofi, you didn't, you, you missed what I said. I basically said this trailer looks way better than the House of the Dragons trailer. Oh, <laughs> let's not get crazy, Jim. I mean, it does. Right. All right, moving right along. Let's get to the big screen and talk about the two biggest boys on the big screen, Godzilla and Kong. So, we just did. If you missed it, our live show last week, we did uh, Godzilla minus one, the Toho Godzilla movie that's out in theaters. Which I still can't believe you did not like. It. I liked the Godzilla <laughs> scary elements, but the throwback 1950s wartime post-war drama I stuff. Do. I was just like, I snored several times. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. But, you know, we're back to the monster verse. Um, I am enjoying Legacy of Monsters for what yep. it is on Apple TV. Uh, so I like seeing Kurt and Wyatt Russell do like a Freaky Friday playing, you know, the same character. Um, but uh, this is the next chapter. And... I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, I'm just going to say it. I don't know about this one. Like, it, this it feels one? like this in the Planet of the Apes movie f- makes me feel like I'm living back through the 80s again, where those like hit <laughs> 70s movies started to get into the crazy franchise chapters where you're like chuds or under the earth. You know, all this crazy stuff is happening. Like, I feel like we're getting there again because these were great comeback franchises in the 2010s and now we're just we're going too too far out there with them i don't know though because now i guess the evil ones are orangutans they're just well, one i think it's one evil orangutan he it looks like he's got an army though yeah i mean he's got an army but there's like a bunch of like kongs it looks like yeah we're, so there's a know. kong thanos basically like now and there's even a glove and yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Here, here, I have a theory on, I have a theory on the glove. My theory on the glove is that Kong must like, I think his hand gets injured. And so they, so he builds a prosthetic to kind of help him not be injured. I guess that's my theory, but also like, oh. I, okay. So, <laughs> I, I unabashedly kind like love these movies uh e- even kong skull island right they oh, I love skull island still one of the best yeah i it's i mean that one on the on my ranking sits a little lower but okay all right here's here but it, like I, I think the reason i i love these movies so much is they are one of the one of the big reasons i love minus one these are movies made for theaters right like if you're watching a movie like this at home on television you are missing the point this is a this is a kind of movie you need to see on the biggest screen possible and just enjoy it i want to know why godzilla has new pink powers i want to know what's going on with the crazy uh you know army that's being built i want to know more about hollow earth right like there are big diehard godzilla like the monster verse fans who know way more about this stuff than i do right shout out megan peters shout out spencer perry but like the limited amount that i do know about this world like sucks me in every single time and this trailer no different i want to and like now we got them teaming up yeah come on what more could you ask for? 
so I don't know if it was just the haze of it being the pandemic, but for the life of me, I could not remember anything that happened in Godzilla Kong except the fights. <laughs> I, I remember Mecha Godzilla. I remember. That's the only that's look. That's the only part that matters. That's the only thing to talk about. So what I kind of appreciate about these movies is that it's the counterbalance to what Godzilla minus one and if you want to go Shin Godzilla were doing, which is yes. we're going to be trying to be about something. This is nope car crash. Who wants to see these things fight? <laughs> right. So the the trailer was really just let's get people asking a bunch of questions. What's with What's with Kong's gauntlet thing? Who are these yeah. evil monkeys? Why is Godzilla pink? Yeah. What's who's this evil? Who's the baby? Who if that's baby Kong? Who's the mama? Everybody's got questions, and I'm okay with that. Uh, you know, I know this thing's going to deliver on fights, and that's what you go to these things for. So I'm yeah. I'm I'm all for it. Uh, the one thing I was a little thrown off by was like some of the human cast from the last movie is back. And I had to go back and check, like, did Millie Bobby Brown die? Did Skarsgård die? Nope, they're just not in it. <laughs> I was like, well, shoot. that doesn't that doesn't matter. You don't need to you don't need to worry about this. The the red ape. Uh, so they're they're uh, Megan Peters did a whole kind of thing about that. And I kind of want to make sure that the, the folks understand. So like the red ape king of the Titanus Kong species um, is known as Scar King. And so. Uh, yeah, right. Like I like like give me more of the mythology of like of all of this stuff that I'm that I can just get in and and be more about. I think now that we have the Monarch show, mm-hmm. and that's very much that's a much more you know human focused show. I mean, there's plenty of monsters in that show, but it's de- it definitely focuses more on the human aspect of this. Like I love that being kind of the counterbalance to these giant monster spectacles that it seems like these movies just kind of keep leaning themselves towards. Uh, now here, the, the the part that I get a little bit anxious about is you, you see like there's that shot of Godzilla and Kong running kind of at you. And I don't want my Godzilla all of a sudden, you know, becoming a, a Fortnite skin and is just like running and jumping and hurdling over stuff. Like I need big chunk, just like barreling through wherever uh, and like letting his mask kind of be, be it. Kong, he should be able to jump around and stuff. I don't need the two of them doing the same stuff at all. Hope maybe that, that could, maybe it's just a, a scene and we're getting, yeah. getting too far into it, but. I don't want to well, see Godzilla just like mountain stuff. But you, you're right. Watching Godzilla run is a weird visual. So <laughs> I was kind of thrown off by that. I'm like, what? What is he chasing him? Are they running together? I'm confused. I think they're, it looks. I mean, they're they're definitely running together, but he's running a little too fast for my takes. You yeah, know, I. It's, just, it's funny when you look back at once you get past the original Godzilla yeah. movie, and then you look at what Toho did, especially in the 70s and 80s. There are so many crazy directions they can take this thing. We got a Mecha Kong at one point. We got a Mecha King Ghidorah. And I'm like, just go nuts. I'm just I was handling Oh, sorry. I was saying I was handling uh the sending the workman off, but uh I heard you guys, I was cracking up because I had my headphones still on, and I heard you guys address the running Godzilla. That is the big <laughs> takeaway from this, right? Oh that come guy on, running. Godzilla. Godzilla, you got to work on those core compound movements, bro. You got to get that IT band in. If somebody's aging, you got to get your IT band up, or else you're going to be those hips who look like you're you're hurting out there. 
Yeah. yeah, it looked like he it looked like a rush at like a Costco buffet or something like that. He was just like <laughs> he was just like, yeah. But um I mean, I mean, we're having a weird week for Godzilla movement arguments between this and minus one and yeah. like, yeah, but uh I mean the color scheme like, looks pretty and violet, you know, that's I'm, good. I'm just glad that this version of the monsterverse has stuck, right? Because like I said, I like I this Godzilla design is probably my favorite. Like I know they've changed it kind of over, uh, uh, over the years with each, with each movie, whatever. But like this design of Godzilla is in my opinion, almost perfect. Um, the, uh, like the Kong design is great. Like everything about this world. I really, like I said, I really, really like, and so I, we've spent a lot of time on this trailer, but <laughs> probably one of my favorites. Of the weekend, no, I mean, it's it, it's stupid fun, like, in they've yeah. grown on me, even the dumber ones, like you know, King of Monsters and all that stuff. It's still just dumb fun to watch, and it's fun to have the monsterverse here. And, and just look at all the things, even if you don't like this franchise, look what it's done for bringing oh, back this entire thing from the animated animes we got on Netflix to Toho mm-hmm. making these things. So, uh, you know, I'm not going to yeah, hate this on it. This is for all intents and purposes, a, a, like a dead franchise until it has really yeah. like a, a state side, a dead franchise state side uh, before yeah. it really kind of came much. back. Yep. But let's uh, let's move on to uh, a trailer that was also there, guys. Uh, Halo season two is coming. Uh, we're team Paramount and this is, you know, a Paramount plus original and uh, we were actually on the show. We were, I think, some of the more forgiving people about Halo season one. We covered it episode to episode. We kept up with it. And yeah, we were there when the budget ran out after that midpoint episode that with that awesome battle. And, uh, you know, we saw the production. It wasn't a secret. The actors, other people involved with the show said it was a hard production for season one. It was kind of hard to coalesce like what the show is and get that focus but we were told to like strap in for season two so yeah. i mean well, in terms of it, footage right so they've got yeah, a new showrunner show they've they did a lot more on location filming uh and so you know it's got it's got a lot working for it and i think you see it here in the trailer yeah that's what i was about to say you know when you look at the footage you can tell already like this looks like a different version of the of halo right like we're we're seeing something that just visually feels and looks different than what we got in season one in a good way so uh and there's a they even do the batman sequence with the uh <laughs> with the flashing with the, gunfire to see the fight yeah, I love it. it's, what's it's that, my that guy's favorite. name from halo too the revenant or whatever his name is the reclaimer arbiter. or whatever the arbiter, arbiter. that's right yeah. yeah so yeah you see that and so there's some exciting stuff in here and those battle sequences in the fog and the batman sequence that i'm joking about they look good. So I'm kind of interested. I hope we just get clearer lore because for me, even in the games, the biggest drawback to Halo was trying to figure out. I was never so deep in it that like the lore I was reading, the novels and stuff, it never gripped me that yeah. way. And, and so I hope this show and this season actually achieves that. Yeah. No, for sure. Like I said, I like there's the shot of Master Chief or Master Chief picking up uh, the energy sword and like you're like ah yes. Um, but I don't know. There, there's something about this. I am a day one Halo person, right? Like I just my you know my whole gaming identity is Xbox because of Halo, right? And so I, um, 
I said, like I, I, I liked the first season. I know it wasn't everyone's kind of cup of tea. Don't get me wrong. I had my issues with it. It definitely gets a little weird and goes off into the deep end. Um, but I think the one of the things that everyone can kind of agree on from that first season that was that were great were like almost every single action scene. And so if we can just get more of those in this season uh and you know and, and dive a little bit more into the otherworldness of this franchise then then i think we're we're in for um some fun but my only real kind of criticism of this trailer is it's very dark like just it's lit dark not like not like thematically dark it's just dark so i don't know what that's is about. that the new 2024 slang it's lit dark <laughs> like you know it's, it's like no i'm just kidding yeah no i mean agree with you there like uh you know the lighting is is definitely they, they definitely count on you to have those 4k tvs right, like, <laughs> right. um but yeah I'm, I'm interested to see if they turn this around in season two i really am and, I, and i'm kind of rooting for it because there was a lot i liked in season one yeah. so kind of rooting for that uh and just Pablo, to get out of here Pablo Schreiber is a great master chief like oh, i love yeah, master like, chief and so yeah. I wanted I that wanted was like my biggest fumble the bag about season one. I was like, how did you make this guy angry? He's like so good at acting. <laughs> like he looks just massive. He looks like if you're yeah. going to put somebody under under the hood, like if you can put Pedro Pascal and make him like a helmeted crazy right. icon like this guy for sure. So mm. I, I hope they let him shine and really do his thing because I mean, he has, he just is a star kind of waiting to happen. And yeah. And so. for my wife's sake, more, more master chief, but. For my wife. Hey man, for the ladies, uh, I'm not arguing. You know, they deserve <laughs> they just for all this stuff they gotta sit through, they deserve something too. Uh, right. for absolute sure. If they're not down with the halo of it all, they deserve some butt. Uh okay. and we also are repping sexy joker recently in anime form. So you know, <laughs> ladies are not playing around. Ladies are not playing around in 2024. They want their content. So uh right before we get out of here, we have a little extra time. So uh, I just wanted to get I just had time. We went over it on our regular show because we had an instant reaction, but uh I've been taking the weekend and looking at the online debate, but I still like that Furiosa trailer, a Mad Max saga. Like some people were kind of heavy on it, but I in, I am in, this is still George Miller and people are saying, why a prequel to this? And I, and I actually think that seeing how Furiosa climbed the ladder to become like the ultimate war rig, like queen is, is a story worth telling because it's going to be nuts. Like you don't get that position. Like, you know, easily like you you got to do some stuff to get there and like i said the first mad max fury road did a great job of giving us these brush strokes so that when she goes down and like it's screaming in the sand and because her home is gone like you know that that's about like some longer deeper thing right Mm -hmm. and now we can get to see some of that so i'm still in and this trailer was was good I, i like it and i think chris hemsworth looks like he's about to eat for the really the first time in a long time i'd i'd love to see him and do more take up some more villain roles because like if like this seems like just a taste of what we're gonna get like i I feel like hemsworth would be a like you know what i think hemsworth would be i think hemsworth would be a great bond villain um where like like i think feels like a little bit of a a a dark horse kind of uh thing for him but like i think i think he could pull it off my only concern or like thing I, i i i maybe i'm just not seeing it right there are parts of this where Anya Taylor-Joy's face looks almost completely CGI. And I can't tell if like, that's just the look and the makeup of the world or like, if that's 
actually a CGI model of her in, in certain instances. Um, and like, look, I love George Miller. I trust George Miller uh, to not like, you know, let CGI-ness kind of overtake his film. But th- th- there were just some parts of that trailer where I was just like, what was that almost all CGI? But whatever. That was my well, point. To, to, to combat that, Jim, if you go back and watch those original like Fury Road right trailers, here. Yeah. When you go back and watch those original Fury Road trailers, you go, this is weird looking. Is this all drawn or, or is anybody real on screen? Then you watch the movie, and you go, oh, that's why it looked this yeah, weird. That's so that, and this shot, too. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, this looks like a shot from like a, a video game cutscene. Yeah, I'm just I'm more like, you know what? This is probably gonna look a lot better and, se- you know, on 70 inch than on our <laughs> on our little you know that's Mac true. computer screen. That's just me. No, I still think this looks great. Um, I've seen the criticism that it really could have just been a sequel. And we have Charlize dealing with the fallout of, hey, you killed a Morton Joe. There's probably other crazy people out there. But you got Anya Taylor-Joy getting a chance to cook. And that's that's what we're all signed up for. So I'm good. Yeah, no, I'd rather I think people underestimate like when Mad Max Fury Road happens, like everything's destroyed. This is like the last. That's why the water is so important. I want to see something earlier when there was still stuff around and the and the mm-hmm. civilization was still more intricate and active. I think seeing the crazy battle for supremacy in that is actually going to be and how Immortan Joe ends up on top and how so, much Furiosa has to do with that, like I think is going to be so really one thing interesting. That- I haven't seen anybody bring up, but if we are going backwards in time, are we going to start hitting like Road Warrior and Thunderdome era? Like, could, is that possible, or is this? Do we do we do we not see any sign or sound of Max anywhere in this story? I hope not. I hope it's just elsewhere in the world. <laughs> I, I there, if there's one thing, if there is one thing, they better not do is not is start making me have to do Mad Max timelines and like, <laughs> Mad Max universe charts. Like I am not trying to Hickman the Mad Max universe. Like I just, I just want to go in and see vehicular mayhem and not think about it too much. Like, yeah, uh, I don't, I don't know. Uh, you know, maybe there will be a mention. Maybe there's they're competing Just to see patient, who goes Connie, to the Thunder series. Yeah, I bet you they'll be like this is all a competition to see who who they they send to the Thunderdome or something like that from the Morton Joe's side. Like, there you go. There's a tie-in. <laughs> I can do it. All right. So, uh, Jim, uh, you okay? You said your thing, and okay, everybody said our thing. I think we did it. We then. I think we've done it. We've gone through all the trailers, even our bonus one. This has been Comic Book Nation. Thank you guys for jumping in with us today to do our trailer park breakdown. The content is coming. Clearly, we are going to be eating in 2024 despite the strikes. It looks like we have some big, fun things coming our way on both the big and small screens. I can't wait. Let us know which one of these trailers was your favorite. Hit us up at the Comic Book Nation Twitter page or leave a comment on this YouTube video. If you want to talk to us individually, individually, you can find me at Kofi Outlaw. You can find me at Connor Casey CBS. And I am at Jim Biscardi. Nice and easy for you. All right, boys. Thank you for jumping on today and helping me while I hopefully have what I'm about to walk out to be a nice installed fresh kitchen. Will that happen? Find out this week because we will be back again. (laughs) We will be back this week with uh, GTA 6 trailer reactions, the poll list on Wednesday, our regular show on Friday. So we got a stacked week ahead of us. This is kind of maybe something comes up and we show up on Thursday. Yeah, I mean, it's getting quickly that way. We'll see you. Comic Book Nation. Peace. Later.